The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. Welcome, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. We're here with you each and every single Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m., and today is Islander Friday, Game 7, down in Tampa, and we are excited about that. I am your host, Pastor Johnny Ova, and I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park. Be sure to visit our website at soh.church. That's soh.church. You can see all the great things that we're doing in the community, check out our services, hear amazing stories, and much more subscribe to our podcast sound of heaven radio wherever you get your podcast also do not forget to download our app in your app store by searching sound of heaven and download it check it out it's awesome we're getting so much great feedback from it. you can study on there you can listen to all the archives of the podcast listen to all of our services listen to our the worship team i mean it's really an awesome app so go to your app store type in sound of heaven and download the app uh our call-in number if you want to join us tonight 631-451-1039 we want to thank you all for listening as always we cannot do the show without you we want to thank everybody on our live stream uh, uh on facebook Thank you for joining us, and welcome, welcome, welcome. You get to see these beautiful faces and not just listen to it. Uh, and uh, joined, like always, by the fraudulent Islander fan, Jason Koch. Oh, Ambrosio. don't go there. Listen, I, was, I had my Belmont shirt on this morning before I left the house. And for obvious reasons, I took it off. Why? And I was going to go back. I was going to get my Feeny shirt, but it was in the wash, so I was going to do that. I didn't get a chance Wait, to you go wash, back. You wash those clothes? Uh, yeah, I do wash my clothes. Wow. Yeah, I got to show you what that's about, but uh, but I had the Belmont shirt on. I, I I ended up winning a shirt that says Belmont with the Islander logo. Nice. But I'm thinking to myself, I'm not wearing that today. Why? Because we're not going to Belmont yet. We're staying in the barn for another series. Are after you predicting tonight. a victory? So I'm predicting a victory. So we have this bet that uh, if the Islanders win tonight, I opened my big mouth on Wednesday because I didn't think the Islanders were going to win two straight. I did go call that they were going to win. On Wednesday night, I did call that you were here for this. You, yes, you did. You go to the archive and listen. Now, I said if they, I said they will get dominated tonight. Now, I think the Islanders are going to get just smacked around, unfortunately, tonight. But if they do, uh, I you get have to, no basis for. That. I get to stone Jason with small red skin potatoes outside of MacArthur Airport, and we will do that live on our live stream. I'm, I'm totally down for that. And if the Islanders win tonight, I have to go to Grand Central Station and lick a toilet bowl See, seat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said that almost as a joke. I, I don't know if I could let you do it. I got As much as I would hold it over your head forever, 
I don't know if I can let you do it. Then, li- I, for an Islander win and a Stanley Cup showing, I will you take be, one First for the of team. all, you shouldn't even I will be wearing gl- I will, an Islander hat. I will right gladly now. take one for the team. That's not even taking one for the team. Right? Because I am not going to be part of a ministry where the overseer of the ministry has licked the toilet seat. All what? right, fine. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll do it right here in MacArthur Airport. What do you mean? The toilet seat. You want me to lick the MacArthur Airport I'm toilet not seat? Ta- <laughs> this, where are we going with this? I, I this just got to be a better thing that I have The to- listening audience wants to know, what toilet seat am I going to be licking? Oh, man. Um, all right. Well, if you want, you seem excited about Grant it. Grant, so- listen, if the Islanders make it to the cup, yeah, I'll do it. <sighs> if you told me in the beginning of the season, you lick the toilet bowl seat and the Islanders get to the cup, I'm doing it right then and there. You know what? As an Islander fan, my whole life, that's uh, that'd be that'd be a tough call. Listen, I have would my you dignity. eat gum you found on the ground? No, I, no, I wouldn't. For Listen, the Islanders, they to don't win. Even, I'm not a big believer in like you know juju and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, we do run a like, Christian radio show, so I hope not. No, well, but you know what I'm saying. Even the Belmont thing, I kind of tongue in cheek on that. Listen, I, I I'll pray right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, please. Help the Islanders win. Now, with lightning strikes, as lightning's mentioned in the scriptures. That's okay? true. So the Tampa Bay team has got As far a, as the east is from the west. As, 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 Tampa Bay's got a shout-out in the Bible. The Islanders do not. Oh, stop it. Yeah, Yes, they do. That's, Where? The whole... The whole book of Revelation was on the island <laughs> of Patmos. Oh, my god! So one of the most important books in the Bible, and misinterpreted books of the Bible, is uh, the apostles surrounded by islanders. Interesting. Okay, I'll, right. I'll buy it. I'll what about it. what about when uh, Paul was bit by a snake? Didn't they just land on an island? For that, that is true. Right? You know what? I'll buy this. I'll buy it. Okay, there's uh, Islanders all over the place. All right. Well, good luck to the Islanders tonight. Uh, we'll be rooting on, and most of our listening audience will as well too. Just think now, of that John is rooting for himself to look at the uh, for the Islanders to get to the cup. Yes, sir. All right. Let's now. Uh, let's let's get to some important information here. Feel Good Friday is not happening tonight. It's not happening tonight. No, we have a big problem going on. What what's the problem? Bobby was going to be live from the Bermuda Triangle, and we have not heard from him yet. Oh, really? How much you want to bet the Bermuda Triangle gives him back? <laughs> <laughs> I bet. You, I uh, bet you. Bermuda Triangle, like Nat, you can keep this. Guy. Yeah. How much? Wouldn't it be amazing if he just like appeared as like an. 85 year old man like because in the Bermuda, that would be awesome. Bermuda Triangle you never know it could be like you know the time lapse I'm be- just concerned so if we could keep past the Bobby in prayer he was supposed to be live he said he wanted to do it from Bermuda Triangle really bring the ratings to the show and uh, uh, we haven't heard from you Mike we haven't he hasn't called yet right no nope so alright so hopefully, hopefully it's not like him you think even if nope. you know, some supernatural event Bobby usually calls during Denise's show the financial chick Right before our show, yeah, he's like he's like on deck. He's waiting. on. He's excited. Denise does a phenomenal show. By unless the way. he can't find a swan somewhere, and then yes, yeah, you know. exactly to pray for. But Denise does a f- phenomenal show. So she does. She uh, does. If you want some f- financial information, the financial chick is the person to listen. I to. love that it's the financial chick too, because yeah, you know she's got some spice to her. You yeah, know? you know she's what I mean. Some, like you know, money. there's so many, so much that's out there that uh, you know it's not not uh, politically correct. Hey, listen, she's the financial chick, right? She's the chick who does finances, right? Yeah. What's wrong with that? Why not? Why not? And she's very good at what she does. Yes, absolutely. Very good at what she does. So definitely, definitely reach out to her. But all right. So let's get get to our topic at hand here today. And last, on on Wednesday, 
We talked about the temptation of Jesus Christ. We talked about why he would be tempted by the devil because he's God, right? Why he would be led into the wilderness, why he would just start walking and following. I, I always find that fascinating where it's, it's like the devil's like, come here, follow me. And uh, Jesus is like, all right, yeah, sure, no problem. Why is he doing this? Why is he doing this? And well, he's be- yeah, he's being tested. And, uh, you know, I think it's debatable whether he's following somebody around the Right, somebody, some, whatever the Bible, the Bible mentions the devil, so he's following the devil, right, around, as as described in the scripture, and then right after the temptation, he oh, he, he fights off temptation with scripture, which is knowing who you are and, and knowing the word and promises of God, and then Jesus begins his ministry, uh, and then he calls these men to follow him, and the Bible says they immediately just leave everything and follow him, right. which is fascinating. And it's really the the line, the hard line that we've got to figure out and draw as men and women of God. Are we willing, what are we willing to sacrifice to get everything that we were, like, created for? Right. Right. Now, I, I, listen, I, I'm with you there, but, you know, do you believe that God, what, what God has for you is better than what you could do for yourself? Yeah, you would have to have a healthy outlook on God. Well, many the, people don't. That's the issue. They, you know, you, your way hasn't. I've been at this point in my life where my way has not worked. It hasn't worked. But I continue to rely on my own strength. But what God has isn't for that fun, you, Isn't that funny, though? Like, you know, how many times, if you think about all the decisions, like, oh, this is definitely going to happen this way, and how many times you were wrong, myself included. Almost right? 100%. And, and yet, yet we still don't want to yield our own opinions and, and trust in God, no matter how many times we've been wrong and off. I know. I know. It's because you feel like you, you go with what you know, and, and that's why we encourage you to stick with us and to even study the Word on your own and to lean into God, because when you begin to know God, when you begin to understand God and, and how He even looks at you, uh, you, you put more trust in Him. Not, you know, listen, we're all working toward it, right? You know, but a little bit of... A little more faith every day. Now, when Jesus calls his first disciples, the, the 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 people, the first two disciples he calls is Simon, who's called Peter, his brother Andrew. They were casting their net in the sea. They were fishing, and he comes, come and follow me, and I'll make you fishers of people. And I, I love the analogy here because what was about to happen and the message that was about to be spoken about through Jesus and his disciples and apostles was going to be drawing people in. Right. It was going to be the net was going to be cast, and it was going to pull them in, and they were going to be excited about what was being said. Not not. And we see kind of the opposite at church. People don't like church. People don't like a lot of the things that is marked out as God. They run away. And I really believe it's a really uh, a bad job of delivering what really the word of God truly is. Yeah, I think. Uh, but I think it's getting better. I think we can turn this thing around, John. I think so, too. I think so, too. So, guys, you're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. Uh, we're with you every single Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. We're going to get into the ministry right after he grabs his first disciples and apostles. This is going to bless your socks off. Like, you're going to listen to it, and your socks are going to go right off. Gone. 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 All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. We're here with you each and every single Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. Check out our website, soh.church. That's soh.church. Tonight, we're talking about Matthew 4 and 5. But before we do, before we do, we want you to download our app. Go to your app store, type in Sound of Heaven, and make sure you download the single greatest app, from your favorite radio show that has ever existed on planet Earth. Uh, wow. 
That's bold stuff. Listen, I am confident in my. No, I know you are. Right? I like that. I wish I you am. were that confident about the Islanders, but you're, you know, you're not a, a true fan. At least I root for. I even root for the Jets. I like the Jets, but I like them more because I know you're rooting for them. You, what you said about the Islanders earlier tonight, I got to be honest with you, you know, that they're going to get decimated tonight. You're going to be honest with me, as opposed to what? Well, I could sugarcoat it and be like, <laughs> I think you're wrong, John. I the think, I think the you're dead goat? wrong. You think I'm dead? I just think they're going to get smacked around tonight. <sighs> I'm thinking like 5 2 final. 5 2. Oh. That, you know what that does? It makes me? me sick too, man. It makes me sick, but you know. they are, they're gonna. I cannot wait. I hope so. I'm real. I really want the Islanders to. I really do. But we'll see. All right, let's get to the ministry. Let's get to Jesus. some Jesus. All right. So we're in Matthew. We're in chapter four. Okay, and I'm telling you, this is gonna really encourage you. Remember that sound though? Socks fly right off your feet like that. It's gonna make you so much. Your socks, your socks have to be on pretty tight for them to make that noise coming off. That's have you all seen I'm saying. your ankles? <laughs> <laughs> oh man Matthew chapter 4 Jesus gets his first disciples uh, right off of the boat literally uh, tells them that they're going to make them fishers of men but they have to drop everything to follow him because <laughs> oh, man, well, here, here's what I love I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get away from what we were just talking about so, but they were fishermen Jesus knows that they're fishermen and that he, they would understand what it meant to be the fact that we could talk about cankles licking a toilet seat uh the islanders and matthew chapter i mean where can you get entertainment like this anyway in a matter of 30 seconds is just absolutely incredible that's it we move we move it along so you see jesus grabbing these uh, apostles and one of the things that i think is important to notice this here is that they really dropped everything to follow him and if you're going to make any changes in your life you have to give it everything you got you can't sit there and be half in and and half out right you can't be half pregnant yeah, I, I'll t- I'll say this. I went to a, I was going to a church down in Atlanta um, early on, and I I was a, I was a smoker. I smoked cigarettes. I smoked probably about a pack and a half a day. I remember the pastor saying up there. He said, "Listen, if you want to change something, it was just sitting on my heart. You know, he says if you want to change something and you really want to change it, you're going to change it right now. He goes, if you continue to do it." He's like, you're not. You're just not ready to change it. That's fine, but you got to be real with yourself. If right. you're ready to change it, you will do it right now. I threw my pack of cigarettes out the window leaving that place. I never smoked it. Again. Is that for real? That's for real. That's wow. exactly just from hearing that. Wow. And you know what? It's true, though, right? Because we always try to justify and almost try to convince ourselves. And if we're trying to convince ourselves, you're right. Our heart's not ready yet. Yeah. You, listen, uh, God's tugging on your heart to do something, um, but the, and you, you say you want to do it, but really, the day you want to do it, you're going to do it. That's yep. it. So he grabs these fishermen, and then the ministry in Galilee begins. In verse 23, it says, Jesus was going about in all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every sickness among the people. Now, I, I, we have to break this down. We have to talk about this. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is the same God that rules and reigns. And Jesus is... Is, is there are still miracles that take place today. All the time. We see this scientifically, right? We see medical miracles take place, right? Unexplained yeah. healings take place. And we could just say it's a medical miracle and we don't know how it is, but we're grateful that we give honor to God for that because we believe God. Right. We, we've had people like on this. this very show that testified that. My dad was on a couple weeks ago, yep, right? Testified. Yep. He was uh, he was completely healed of, of brain cancer. Yep. 
And these are things where th- this is the God that, that we serve. And so when you hear the words again, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, that sounds crazy and kooky to us. But pretty much what he was saying is that the things that are taking place in heaven are now about to be poured out into this earth. And so in order to be a proclaimer of the gospel, a pro- and that's good news, is it not? Right. That the things in heaven are going to start coming down here on earth. You have to understand what's in heaven. And you see that in scripture. For example, there's no tears in heaven. There's no oppression. There's no sickness. So that's Eric Clapp. There, there's no you know, sorry. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. There's no sickness. There's no disease. There's no all these things, and there's overwhelming joy and overwhelming. God. Imagine living in a place like that. And the answer is we can. How is through us? So when we see sadness, we have the power to remove sadness because that is the power that that God gives us. Yeah, uh, a lot of the teaching sometimes, and what people think is that you know one day God's going to snap His fingers and we live in some sort of a utopia where none of this stuff happens. But really, the fact of the matter is, is that is that we are his ambassadors here on earth. I, I say this probably every week, and exactly to your point, to bring heaven to earth is, is what Jesus did. You know, Jesus brought the healing power of heaven to earth, and people saw it. They marveled at it, and it says, like it says in the next verse, that people all over his word of him spread all over the place, and that's exciting. That's why it's good news, right? And so, if you're sick, and I come in and say, "Hey, if I pray for you, you will be healed," and now what's actually happening? Don't you think people would be drawn to something like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. And so, the question is, why isn't that happening today? And uh, and so that's the, the the wrestling point of 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 correct doctrine. And supernatural faith. Right. You know? And it's really based on those two things, that when we pray, we expect things to take place. Yeah, because uh, a lot of times you get you get two extremes, right? You get, you get certain people that say, well, that can't happen today. Right. And then you get others that, you know, just, just they, they're on the other side saying uh, it should happen all, all the time. There's got to be some sort of a in-between. But this is the supernatural part, right? It, where it goes above the natural. Because if somebody's sick, naturally they're sick. And all of a sudden, you, there's no explanation of why they got better. Now it goes beyond the natural and what we're seeing, right? right? And that is what is, we call taking heaven and bringing it down to here to earth. And I believe that it could be much, 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 much more and much more commonplace if Christians, believers in God, followers of Christ— prayed, not hoping that God would move one day, because that, that's like, again, we're called children of God. We're sons and daughters. We're on the adoption, the adopted sons. We're, that's our identity, right? And, you know, it's like, that'd be like going home and then asking, your, like, if you went home, you knock on the door and your spouse is there and you go, can I please come in the house? And like, don't, don't you have a key? Just open right. the door. You live here. You own, you, you, you're here. Or your kids, you give your kids the key and they're not, can I come in now? Can I come in? Imagine them sitting outside the whole time and you get home from work and they've been sitting outside for three hours. You go, why didn't you come in? Did you lose your key? No, I had my pocket. Why didn't you come in? Why well, just want to make sure it was okay? We you're have right. this attitude with God. And yeah. it's got to stop. And, and even our approach to life, right? Tonight in Tampa, there's going to be thousands of fans. Here in New York, there's going to be thousands upon thousands of fans watching and rooting. I think a lot of Christianity is rooting for God. Meanwhile, we're supposed to be on the ice. We're yeah, supposed yep. to be on the it's field, right? That's so good. a lot of times, uh, you know, we're living this spectator life of let me watch and see what God's going to do instead of being the, let, I know God is there, let me move in that direction and be the vessel, right? We talk about being a vessel. What's a vessel? Something that gets poured into and then it gets poured out of. Right. Yeah, no, it, it's something that we have to wrestle with on a daily basis, and that is our faith. Because the opposition to our faith is our carnality and our flesh. Right. 
our what we see with our eyes dictates a lot about our faith, right? When when something happens that we don't like, it all of a sudden we always we, like our natural reaction, like up, oh, it's all going down the tube, up, oh, it's all bad, up. Oh, but right. fighting that, knowing that, no, because my faith, I I still believe that we're gonna do great. I still believe that that we're gonna succeed. I still believe that we're gonna flourish. That is like gasoline to amazing things happening to your life. But I think the knowledge of that is is whether or not you know that you have some control over it. Yeah. Right. And you say, well, God's in control. Yes, he is. I had, uh, I've said it before here, a mentor in my life says, who said, pray like it depends on God and work like it depends on you. (laughs) Right. And then in the middle, that's when things happen. Why? Because God, scripture tells us, Paul writes that we are co-laborers with God. Co-laborers, meaning God does his part, we do our part, and the world changes. Now, in the rest of this verse, it says uh, that all news spread about him throughout Syria, and they brought to him all who were ill, those suffering with various diseases and severe pain, demon-possessed, people with epilepsy, and people who were paralyzed, and he healed them all. Large crowds followed him from Galilee to Decapolis and Jerusalem and Judea and from beyond the Jordan. And fascinatingly enough is that if we start doing great works through our faith like this, people who don't mess and they maybe understand faith will be drawn to the things that we do. Right. If we just start loving people a right. little bit better, we'll see people drawn to Now, them. that's a good segue because when we get back, we're going to get into what Jesus commands us to do, how to treat people, how to act, what to expect. And this is like the keys to having God just bless your life. And I'm excited to get into that. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Sound of Heaven Radio. In the meantime, visit our website at soh.church and go to your app store, download our app, Sound of Heaven. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. What's with the beatitude? I knew you were going there. No, you didn't. No, you're right. Yeah, no, I didn't. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio Live, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. We're here with you each and every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park. Visit our website, soh.church. That's soh.church. You can see all the great things we're doing in the community. Check out our services, hear amazing stories, and much, much more. So much more. So much more. Subscribe to our podcast, Sound of Heaven Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. Open up your phone, go to your app store, download the Sound of Heaven app by searching Sound of Heaven. Isn't that tremendous? Isn't that wow. amazing? Be Come sure right to up. what? 
No, go go right ahead. Oh, Don't let me like stop Like us on you. Facebook and Instagram. I just hear all these weird noises coming out of you know, right here. Like us on Facebook and Instagram. I search it's Town of Heaven Live. Our caller number, if you want to join in and talk to us about Matthew 4 and 5, 631-451-1039. That's 631-451-1039. And I need your help. I'm, I'm, the, the butterflies about tonight's game are just welling up. How many butterflies? Like... <laughs> Like seven. Se- seven. Seven butterflies. Seven large butterflies <laughs> oh, in man. Jason's stomach. Interesting. Fascinating. But uh, let's get in the word. I think that'll help. Yeah, I think that would help, especially with the Sermon on the Mount. So The Beatitudes. The Beatitudes. That's why I said what's your Beatitudes. I know why you said it. Do you want me to break down the Greek and Hebrew so you understand a little bit more? No, no. I think, I think we're good. All right. So interesting like line here, right? Jesus heals these people. Then they crowd around him. And then it says in verse, five, uh, verse one of chapter five, now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain and after he sat down, his disciples came to him and he opened his mouth and began to teach them saying, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, I feel like as we go through this, we kind of have to break this down because right away people are like, so Jesus wants me poor? God yeah. wants me poor? No, no. Poor in spirit's another way to say almost like to humble yourself, where you're you are purposely and intentionally pushing your yourself down to make sure that one God gets the glory, but that you put other people before you. Wow. Okay. That's uh that's a good way to break that down. All right. It, it, I know that confuses a lot of people. Yeah, they're like why why do you want to be poor? You know, and it's not necessarily God doesn't want you to be poor. Uh, but God also doesn't want you to be rich if if the wealth is gonna d- distract you from your uh, is gonna take you know taint your heart right it says that in proverbs the sayings of agar it says basically don't give me so much that i forget you don't make me so full of lack that i that i steal and and you know defile your name that i have to break this is joe Smart, line of the century right now what go ahead i can see mustard covered bologna stuck to jason's tv if the islanders lose tonight <laughs> joe <laughs> That is mustard covered bologna. That is tremendous, Joe. I would never put mustard on a bologna. Oh, don't sandwich. lie. Do no, not lie. I can't stand mustard. First, if you had first the, of all, I'm not you denying had the faith the bo- of a mustard seed. Okay, I you hate had- mustard. I, honey mustard is good, but regular mustard, it's disgusting. All right, so this is the new vet. <laughs> Come on, you will drink a thing of mustard on the radio instead of me stoning you with small potatoes. Is that what you want? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want like the whole, I, I despise want, I want mustard. like the golden spicy brown mustard being squeezed down your throat. No way. Yeah. How how much? The whole thing. The no. The, the whole thing. I'm looking listen, at the I am so confident that the Islanders are going to win tonight. I will do that. All right. Good. I will do that. I will pour a bottle of mustard. Perfect. This is going to be great. Down All the right. hatch. Can we get back to the beatitudes, please? People please do. know how to live their life. Okay? Please do Not before I shoving your face some more food. And thanks, Joe. I'll get you back for that. <laughs> so, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Next, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Again, so blessed to, to mourn? Yeah, these are the words that kind of confuse people, because it's like a mourning, you think of like somebody dying or or somebody sad or somebody, you know, like you just like not a good thing. But the word mourn here, I, I don't know why it's necessarily translated as mourn. I guess you can mourn in this, but it's really a breaking that takes place in the presence of God. So it's blessed are those who are open and transparent and who confess their sins and who break openly in the presence of God for they will be comforted. Yeah, it says it right there, for they will be comforted. And the blessing is... It's twofold, right? It's being yeah. able to it's being able to be pulled out of where you are. Right, absolutely. And you can't listen. The worst thing to do 
is hold. No, nobody on planet Earth says, "Hey, here's how to get through all your problems in life. Hold it in and never tell anybody." Right. That's never good advice to share with anybody. Now the holdup is right. How does your flesh get in the way? Well, who can I trust? Right. Yeah. Or the pride. I, yeah. I don't want them to know this is going on in my or life. Or the shame. I'm not going to get up there and break and cry in front of everybody. Right. And so you know what? You know it's in a church setting. But you see how all those things are just lies from the pit of hell. What mm-hmm. does anybody else have to do with you being set free? Right. Break in his presence. Right. Break. Confess your sin. Let it loose. Just release. Sometimes you need a good cry. Sometimes you need a good shout. Sometimes you need to. You need to just break at the altar. You just need to do it. Right. You know, and and that that that's where you are comforted, and that's when true healing really begins to take place. Yeah, and you get to a point where it it hurts bad enough to do something. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. But we're trying to avoid getting to those breaking points in life, right? Yeah. Why wait until you're at your low where everything is going wrong and the world is caving down to you for you to finally break and do what will bring healing to you? You know, anyway. that's this is why God just tells us to do it. It's interesting that you bring that up because what we. I see in a lot of lo- the lives of Christians is that is that we we break we get restored right and then we're good and then we start doing the things that we get we always get back it's almost like we get addicted to that point where we're destruction redemption destruction right, redemption right, right. where God wants That's you to point. get through the problems that you're having today and to move forward and it doesn't mean you won't have problems in the future i mean that's oh there's always going to be something that's going on right. but god wants you to continue moving forward not go back to the same thing yep now the next one is blessed are the gentle for those for they will inherit the earth and just think of that being gentle right so you got to be nice and gentle nice. With it, and, nice. and you don't want to be hard with it right boom so uh you remember that time you told me your tooth hurt Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> that's just what you brought to my you but smack me right across the face. You asked for it. Yeah, and that's it. Next so, day. <laughs> I think we should t- say what happened. Next day, my face swelled up with a huge abscess, and that was because he hit me. I'm telling you, you disrupted it. Right there. All right. So, blessed are the gentle, for they will inherit the earth. Now, I-, I-, I love that this is the first directive on how to handle situations of people gentle. And as somebody with an A-type personality like myself, it's not easy. Gentle is not a word that usually describes me. Bold, uh, honest, uh, raw, just like those. I'm just very because uh, I, I like to be dealt with that way. Don't beat around it. Just tell me what's wrong. Tell me uh, if you have any issues. Uh, let's get to, let's problem solve. Let's not waste time and beat around the bush here. Um, so. It's gentleness, and gentleness is actually a fruit of the Spirit that's mentioned in Galatians chapter 5 as well, too. You know, we need to be able to be gentle and notice, and I want to point this out. This is not with Christians. This is with people in general. This is, you need to be gentle with people who hate you, gentle with people who persecute you, gentle with people who mock you, who've stolen from you, who've lied about you, who've You just described some back. Christians to me. Exactly, right. <laughs> you, you need to be gentle with all of these people. These are all God's children. This is all God's creation. Um, because honestly, you've done the same thing in your past before. You've lied. You've uh, 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 spoken bad about people. You have had ill intent in your heart. We've. That's the point of, of how amazing God is. We've all fallen short. We've all made mistakes and God's love for us covers those things. But gentleness is something that we got to get better at. Well, think about what gentleness is. Gentleness is really kind of, it's part of self-control. I know they're separate 
fruits of the spirit. But you uh, listen, you feel a certain way, but you are approaching it. And I love right. how it says here, blessed are the gentle for they will inherit the earth. It's almost like if you can deal with people in a way that's compassionate, in a way that where maybe you're you think before you act and before you react, God can trust you with everything that's around yeah because people are fragile and so are you right and so you got to handle fragile things with care you you have to be gentle with these things because if you say something the wrong way or something that's not received the right way or perceived the right way you can really mess a lot of people up and hurt a lot of people unintentionally so you got to be a master communicator as well too the christian church needs a absolute lesson in people skills, That's without true. a doubt, in how to relate to people, talk to people, deal with people, handle people from all different backgrounds and from all different areas. But if we want to be effective, we will seek these skills out. You even had our core team read How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah, it's one of our mandatory readings for uh, for our core team, uh, for our core team just in general, how to win friends and influence people and about relating to people and, 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 and just being able to understand that all people come from different backgrounds and circumstances. Everybody walks in different shoes and it's all these different things going on we got to be able to handle people in different ways uh, uh just to handle with care just blunt honesty is not always the best thing to do you know what i'm saying you could speak truth and you need to speak truth but the way you handle it is the same it's like oh, so you want to get really raw and real it's like when a parent who loses their child to cancer right and they go john why did god take my daughter away and it's a four-year-old who who, who had passed away from cancer me giving them a theological answer is not what they're looking for. Yeah, you're right. You know, me telling them the truth. Well, God gives and God can take away. That's not there. But because God's a comforter, we need to comfort. Right. And, and we really don't know uh, 100%. This is why God did this. And that you have to discern. Are you looking for uh, somebody looking for a pastoral answer, right? You want to comfort them? Or sometimes, like, I, li- I like the philosophical answers. I want to know why. But I'll tell you, in my lowest times, yeah, I don't need to know. <laughs> The right. philosophical answer. I just want to know everything that's going to be okay. Yeah, you just need an arm around you. And we all there, you know? You just need an arm around you and just see somebody go, you know what? You're doing a great job. You know, I appreciate oh, your thanks, effort. John. You thanks, John. You are doing You're doing a great I job. I appreciate John. it. So, you know, these are things that, um, that, that we have to get better at. All right, next. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. For righteousness. For they will be satisfied. Now, this is, all these are so, we could do whole shows on these things. But I love this analogy, too, in the Beatitudes. It talks about a hunger and a thirst for righteousness, and then it talks about satisfaction. So I'm going to break that down right in two parts. Cut right down the middle. Ow. Like that. All right? Hunger and thirst. Um, now, Jay's never dealt with hunger before, but for those of no, you who have been— I never uh, get to that point. <laughs> for those of you who deal with hunger and thirst. Now, think about this. How about this? Well, I want to relate it to this because I love this analogy. Imagine somebody taking your head and sticking it underwater and holding it underwater. And you're fighting for air. You're fighting for air. And all these things are going through your head. And you come to the conclusion that, all right, I'm about to drown right now. I'm, yeah, I'm I, I've had drown. cousins that do exactly that. <laughs> yeah, in the pool, right? And I'm about to drown. And you you get to the point where that's it. You're going to gulp in the water and that's it. You're done. You're going to drag that, that last guy. And finally, the person lets go, right? And you jump above and you, now you're breathing in that air. The, the desire for air at that very last moment before, you're, before you drown is the desire that we need to have to have a relationship with the Lord, wow. with God. That type of desire towards righteousness, which is very hard because our carnality is not engineered to go after righteousness. 
that's what discipline does, right? right. If, if we are left up to our own devices, we would do some stuff that would just be absolute. Think about it. If you took all the laws and government and, and the consequences for the laws and just said, all right, for the next 48 hours, you can do whatever you want without any consequence, you would see some of the most holy and righteous people doing things you couldn't even imagine. Yeah, that's what the movie The Purge is about, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, those types of things, we need the rules and the laws and the consequences to govern us to make sure that we maximize our life, right? Because... Yeah. If we're truly free, it's a, it's like a, an oxymoron, I guess. Or, but it's it's like the Pandora's box. Also, when you think about it, if you are truly left to be completely free, like we just mentioned, you're really bound. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Because you do whatever you want to do. There's no governor to tell you what's right and wrong, and then you do stuff that hurts you anyway. And then you're yeah, your emotions them. and your flesh are what dictate what you do. Exactly, and, 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 and that's that's, that's the worst thing. That so we need governor. We need uh, laws and rules and regulations that tell us this is good, this is bad. You see that in kids. Kids do better with structure. Absolutely, they flourish in structure, and so do you. You don't like structure. I don't like structure. You don't like structure. But we ha- we need structure to keep us to keep us uh, in check, right? Um, oh, nice flip this. Oh. So so blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. So we got to get good at having that desire and passion towards towards the things that please God, right? Uh, and that's in many different avenues. It, it, that's why temptation is temptation uh, because you want to do it. You, people are tempted to sin. You're tempted to do drugs. You're tempted to to. To, uh, uh, to, to just do whatever you want. You're tempted to, whatever the case may be, you're tempted to do those things and usually those things are not good things. They're right. usually things that distract you. And yeah, you're never you tempted to do what's right. what, what you should do. No, you have to discipline yourself to do what you should right. do. You're never tempted just to eat broccoli, asparagus, and boiled chicken. But I promise you, if you do that, you'll probably live a pretty healthy lifestyle. Probably. And you'll lose a lot of weight. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, you could continue with the donuts and the, and the, and the crumb cakes and, and all that stuff. And the bologna with the mustard on it, all that type of stuff. But, um, you know, th- but it takes discipline. And when we learn to discipline ourselves, we actually maximize ourselves. And we become the people who we really desire to be truly inside when we do that. Because then it's the second part of this, for they will be satisfied. And I know many of you out there are not satisfied where you are in your life. You're not satisfied where you are in your career. You're not satisfied where you are in your ministry. You're not satisfied where you are in, in, your, in your health. And there are people, and, there, and I love that verse where when, you, when it says, if you commit your life to him, you will be satisfied. Right. I love that. I love that. And it, the other word it, that they use is you will not be disappointed. That'd be nice, right? To not be disappointed. See, these are all things I believe we cra- we crave. Just to be sad. I'm so grateful and satisfied with my life. Satisfied with what God's given me. Satisfied with the blessing. So how do you do that? You have to hunger and thirst for righteousness. Right. And you hunger and thirst for what God's will is over your will. Because if you start hungering for those things, you'll never be disappointed. Right. How many times do we go off on, on how we feel and say, oh, we shouldn't have done that? We disappoint ourselves by acting on what and we And back feel. to the fruits of the Spirit, Galatians 5, is self-control. Temperance. Yep. Yes. Tem- yeah, absolutely. These are things that govern. Now, now, dieting is an easy one to do, right? Listen, you're around the table and dessert comes out. You are tempted to eat. If you're on a diet, you're tempted to eat it. And you'll eat it and you'll love it. But then when you wake up tomorrow, you may be guilty because you broke your diet, shameful that you just busted through your calories, your sugar levels, or all these things like this. Well, you always, and, and Paul talked about this. You know, My spirit and my flesh, they fight each other. And you fasted before. I've fasted mm-hmm. for long periods. I actually fasted for 40 days on just water. You did time. 40? 40 whole days just water. Oh, I topped out at 20. Yeah, that's... that's 
That's the most. That I never felt even. led to do a- more. After I got past twelve days, it was kind of honestly, it was just kind of. Well, it's some of the best. It's like the best feeling of your life. But the weird thing is, is especially early in the fast, things that you would never even worry about eating or like desire, all of a sudden you desire those right. things. The second you can't do something, they would do it. It's it's almost like it's like you tell your kid. Don't touch that. What do they want to do? Now, in the moment, if you say no to the desire and you stick to your diet, right? I'm going to eat uh, this piece of salmon. I'm going to eat this this side of uh, uh, salad with low-fat and low-calorie dressing. And I'm going to eat the, the the sweet potato instead of the, the boiled sweet potato instead of the fried French fries, right? If you make that decision in the moment, you eat it and you get, fill, and you get full and, and all that. Uh, but after, over the course of the long period of time, three, four, five, six months, when you lose 30, 40, 50 pounds... And you're starting to see your six pack come in. You're starting to see all your skin tone. Right. Now you're satisfied with yourself. You feel good. You feel strong. Uh, and you just live an overall healthier life. And it's an easy way to relate that to your spiritual life. But isn't that what faith is? Hebrews 11.1. 1. It's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It's you acting on what you don't see yet. Right. Yep. And then you'll see it. And then you'll see it. Right. It's the opposite of the world. The world says, I'll believe it when I see it. But faith says, I'll believe it, then I'll see it. Yeah, that's right. It's the complete opposite. That's the battle. That's that. That's the carnality of, your fle- of, of the flesh and the spirit fighting each other. And you are going to choose what you listen to. You are going to choose a- in your decisions uh, with your life. They say, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to stick to it. And that's what faith is all about. And so I, we're going to end in prayer here. But... Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. You know what? I'll just read the rest of this. I'll close down. How about that? How about we do that? Because okay. the rest are pretty The rest are pretty self-explanatory. Well, we might right? even be able to touch on it next week, too. Blessed are the... You want to just touch on it next week? And just sure, sure. Prayer? Or you want to break it down? Listen, you're 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 the uh, you're the captain here. I'm just I'm just along for the ride. <sighs> they call me Captain Crunch uh, for a reason. You and the captain make it happen, my friend. That's it. All right. I, I want to pray because I know this is stuff that we're talking about. It's not easy. And you're probably going, this this, this Christian guy, man, this, this, this freaking guy telling me what I, I do, and I don't really want to do it. But I'm telling you, if you can discipline yourself and trust in God when it's hard to trust, that you will be satisfied with your life. And I pray in the name of Jesus that all hurt and pain that you've experienced in your past all that feeling of anger and resentment and bitterness would just fall at the wayside tonight in the name of Jesus, that God would overwhelm you and bless you, that peace would fill your mind and your heart, that tonight's the night you call out on the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ. Say, Jesus, I may not have known you. I may not have been religious in my past. I may have fallen away. I may not do the right things, but tonight is the night that I'm going to change my life, and I invite you into my heart tonight to make you my Lord and Savior. Wash me, cleanse me, refocus me on the things that I was created to do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen Amen. and amen. If you said that prayer, we want to hear from you. You just said it. Tonight's tonight. Tonight's tonight. Tonight's tonight. Joe Smorrow, where you are right there, tonight's tonight. You make the decision. He said, pray for me. We just did. There we go. We just did. Make that your cry. Make that your cry. Tonight is the night. And if you made this prayer, we and you said this prayer, we want to hear from you. Go to soh.church, hit the contact us, fill out the form. We'd love to follow up. We got some gifts that we'd like to send you and walk you through it. Don't forget to download our app. Go to your app store on your iPhone or your Android device. Type in Sound of Heaven. Download it. Uh, it really will bless you. Get to hear all the radio shows we've ever done. We're in the 70s right now. Like I think this is show 78. You can watch all the services. You'll really be, interact with prayer teams, submit prayer requests, study the Bible, head some tips. And it's really awesome. But guys, thank you so much for listening. Listening. Join us on next Wednesday for more Sound of Heaven Radio. Tell your friends, tell your friends. Let's go Islanders. Have a Tonight's great, the night. Have a great weekend.
The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.